Welcome to GRE Snacks, snackable episodes about the GRE exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable GRE course that includes everything you need to ace your exam. A full textbook, tons of GRE questions that are backed by our memory-enhancing algorithm, and full-length practice exams. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast gets you 10% off at checkout. Now, we have Travis Miner from Open Door Education back on the show today. Uh, Travis, do you mind just introducing yourself again for people who haven't heard you before? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Tyler. My name's Travis Miner. I'm the CEO of Open Door Education. We're a small tutoring and test preparation uh, firm based in the greater Boston area. We specialize in helping students with classroom success, organizational coaching, as well as test preparation on tests ranging from the SAT and ACT for high school students to tests like the GRE, the GMAT, and the LSAT for students who are applying to graduate schools. Awesome. And today we're going to talk about one of the most important things, I think, which is how to get your mind right the, the week of the test and how to set yourself up for success. So what? how do you start this one off when you're talking to students? Absolutely. So I think the uh, the most common trap I see students fall into, and I, I think this is one that probably might sound familiar to a lot of us, is the idea that uh, we can get, get ourselves in the best possible headspace and be as physically ready as possible for something by starting 48 hours in advance. And it it just doesn't work like that. And so the the four mm-hmm. factors that I think are crucial for us to consider are sleep, nutrition, hydration, and exercise. And all mm-hmm. four of those elements uh, contribute and reinforce one another in helping a student to be in the best possible headspace for test day. And really, it's, uh, naturally, these should these should be parts of all of our weekly considerations. Um, but right. for a student to feel like they're really in a groove for test day, getting these things locked down and having a consistent schedule routine and rhythm uh, really starts a week before test day itself. That um, saying, I'm just going to get a good night's sleep the night before, that's that's great and you should, but really you should be start thinking, you should start thinking really conscientiously about your sleep habits for the full week leading up to the test. Uh, right. And, and I, that, that might mean changing some of your habits, that it might mean that you don't watch a show right before you go to bed for that week, or it might mean uh, that you're a little stricter with yourself about when you get up, when you, when you go to bed. Um, but it's, it's really important that if your test is on Saturday, you should start thinking about that the weekend before, not, not on Thursday night deciding it's time to get a good night's sleep. Right. And then the other thing too, um, generally, I don't know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that is a little bit more awake and alive in the afternoon. Right. And a lot of times your GRE is in the morning. Yes. Right. And so it's like being thoughtful of that. Like you don't, you don't, well, first off, if you can schedule it for a time that's good for you, like if you can schedule in the afternoon, do that. But if you can't, then you need to be aware of the fact that maybe it takes you kind of like two hours from waking up to like get your brain going. So if your test is at, you know, nine and it's half an hour to the test center and you want a half hour buffer to get checked in and everything, that means you got to, you know, leave at eight, which means you got to kind of get up at like seven 
Mm-hmm. So then you should really be getting up at seven the whole week. Like do do that math for your own situation. Yeah, it, I I love that that tip too about how how it's really depends on who you are, how you sleep, when you're most awake. Um, yeah, and it it may mean shifting your sleep schedule a little bit. But the uh, I, I I assure students the disruption that that may cause is far outweighed by the benefits they'll feel on test day when they when they feel totally on point. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think also the other, I really like that you say it's like, it takes like a week to get through your sleep deficit anyway. Right. So you can't, you can't do it last minute. No. And, and caffeine is, uh, caffeine is not the solution to your, (laughs) to your sleep challenges going into the test. And, uh, I, I'd encourage students on test day, whatever is normal for them in terms of caffeine intake is probably the best bet but if possible that's a that's a week to not go overboard with the amount of of coffee or the number of double shots of espresso that they're having um but really try to to build their foundation of rest uh and and set themselves up for alertness by getting a good night's sleep as opposed to trying to artificially uh change their alertness level for sure well, yeah. So then, sleep definitely important. Nutrition. Nutrition. Yes. Um. So, good nutrition for a test really looks like good nutrition in general. That we want to avoid sugary foods, candy, and soda. That that we want a balanced diet of whole grains, healthy fats, fruits and vegetables, proteins. Uh, but I think the other consideration here is um. Yes, we want to have a uh, a healthy and consistent diet for the week leading up to the test. And on test day itself, one, it's important to bring snacks. And it might mean that you are scarfing down a banana and a granola bar right before you go into the testing center. And that, that can be a great step to take. It also means making sure that the morning of the test, you have a great plan for having a healthy, nutritious breakfast that's going to help see you through. And I, I work with students from time to time who say, I'm not, I'm not really a breakfast person. And that's, of course, it's, that's their prerogative. And it's, it's not a good idea on test day to forego a, a meal in the morning. So what, whatever students need yeah. to do to make sure that they are well-fueled for that test, which really might mean planning in advance. You don't want to wake up on the morning of your test and just be deciding right then, hmm, I, I wonder what I want to have for breakfast today. Right. And I, I mean, two important things to add to that. Number one is um, your brain is a muscle and it needs you know sugar and protein and whatever to operate just like everything else, right? All your other muscles. So it's you know, there's no like pre-workout for taking a test, (laughs) but it's, but it's the same idea. Like you've got to give your brain some fuel and it will perform better. Um, and then the second part that I personally recommend, and I just, this is just my experience. Um, I mean, in terms of like your brain sugar and all that stuff, um, alcohol like is, has a negative impact on that. Um, and then generally speaking, just like focus and concentration, and everything else, you can get a negative air impact from, from pot. So it's like, cut those out for the whole week before leading up to this test, right? You prepared for months for this. You also, 
this will help determine where you go to graduate school. Like you can, you can be sober for a week while you're, while you're getting ready. Absolutely. It'll, it'll totally pay dividends. Yeah. Especially with the way that alcohol disrupts people's sleep rhythms. It's that drinking alcohol the week before a test, uh, even if it's five days out can really have consequences that affect. And when we think about the, the GRE and tests, tests of that sort are a game of inches and one or two questions, one way or the other can make a big difference. And so we, mm-hmm. we don't want to take any chances. That's terrific advice. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's pro- my guess, this is not a mathematical guess, but you know, one or two questions, depending on which ones they are, could be the difference between, you know, like a 164 or 168, right? Like that's a huge difference. Yep. Absolutely. And you yeah. don't, you don't want a couple of margaritas to swing the test four points for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, great. So then number three. So our third tip here, hydration. Uh, this, uh, this starts Again, the week before the test, one of the most important things students can do is have a full glass of water really right as soon as they wake up. Keep a water bottle with them at all time. Um, And especially someone who's consuming caffeine, this becomes extra important. But in general, a hydrated brain is a happy brain. And uh, that as, as with sleep, as with nutrition, as with exercise, really starts a full week in advance. Yeah. And then uh, the fourth one here. The fourth one, exercise. And there's there are plenty of studies to show that exercise and an exercise routine improves cognitive function. It reduces stress. Uh, and when I say exercise, this could take a lot of different forms. It could be yoga, martial arts, running, weightlifting, basketball, what, whatever it is for you, but something that has you moving your body. And not only does it have these these effects that have been documented by numerous studies over the years that, that help us perform better on tests. But it's, it's good for us emotionally. It, um, it's also sort of an antidote to the unusual nature of a test. Our, we, human beings did not evolve to sit in a small chair and fill out electronic bubbles on a screen for four and a half hours. And so when we're going to engage in this sort of unnatural sedentary task, uh, we want to make sure that we are, are loose and limber and uh, really feeling good in our bodies going into that. Now, the big ask that I that I um, give to my students, and I, I do try to walk the walk here, that I think this is probably the most important thing that I did the morning that I took the GRE, is to try to exercise before your test. And... That might mean trying to get to a gym at 6 a.m. or or whatever entails going for a run while it's still a little dark out. Um, but I, from personal experience, I felt better in my test. I was calmer. I was more confident. I was I was more present because I'd I'd already moved my body. I'd gotten those endorphins flowing. Got into a good headspace. Was able to listen to the music that put me in a good place. So I think there's a lot of ways that not just the week before, but even the morning of the test. It doesn't have to be something wild and crazy, but some sort of movement, some sort of exercise can really help us to leverage all of the work that we've been doing. And my my hope is that each of these pieces, sleep, nutrition, hydration, exercise, these are not getting ready for the GRE, but they 
are the different components that help us to make the most of all of the work you've been putting in up to this point and and really about giving ourselves the best possible chances of success. Right. Like we said in, in another episode, you know, it's like a sports game. Like you've got to get kind of mentally and physically prepared for the event, like the big event. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other thing, just like, I didn't hear you mention this, so I did just want to throw in my favorite form of exercise, which actually is a pretty good one. It's surprising is just going for walks. Absolutely. Uh, and it's the easiest, it's by far the easiest one to do, especially if you're, Oh, I need to do something the morning of the test, but I don't want to like kill myself with, with some deadlifts. You know, I think that um, you should stick with your routine, but if you don't have a routine and you need to pick up one, walking is actually a really good form of exercise. It's, it's low impact. It actually burns a lot of calories and you can kind of, you know, maybe you're listening to this podcast while you walk, or maybe you're listening to whatever you want to take a break from the GRE, right? Like you can kind of do multiple things while you're doing it. Absolutely. I think I, I like how when walking, you can sometimes let yourself let, let your mind wander in some productive ways that it might be even you're going for a walk, sort of thinking through, all right, what have I done to be ready for this test? What are things I need to think about? And um, really ensure that you've, you've checked a couple of boxes before you even get to the test center, which is nice. Yeah. So I'm going to throw in uh, a surprise fifth one please uh which is practice yes should people practice this is a this is actually i've heard both sides of this debate so i'm curious what you think should people take do it like practice or prep the week before the test and if so what's recommended that's a great question my my cop out to start with is of course it's different for every student and know thyself and uh and decide accordingly my recommendation to students is that you, uh, I think the first half of a week leading up to it should should definitely involve some practice and may even involve going after some of that most, most challenging content. And let's say hypothetically, you've got a test coming up on Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, even Wednesday, um, you're, you're probably chugging away and hopefully picking up some, some new content knowledge along the way. And you might even choose to do a full practice test on one of those days. I would be inclined to not recommend a practice test after, say, Tuesday or Wednesday of, of yeah. the week before the test. Um, and then the those last couple of days, I think the most important thing you can do is to go back through the work you've already done. Look at problems that you've solved before and make Make sure that you still know how to get them right. And if you've been doing these great practices of having an an error log, go back, look at some of those mistakes you made several weeks ago that may not be fresh in your memory. Make sure that we sort of bring those to the fore and say, yeah, I I remember those mistakes and I I can remember to avoid them when I go take this test. Um, Mm, And then, and I know we're we're cramming a lot in on, on test day morning. So I don't want anybody to beat themselves up if they, they don't do all these things. But I also found it helpful well, well, eating breakfast to look at a couple of easy practice problems the morning of the test. And this wasn't, it's not about trying to learn anything new the morning of the test, but really to reinforce it is test day morning. I'm about to go do this thing. And I still remember it. I didn't forget all that vocabulary I've been studying overnight. Mm-hmm. I still remember what the different numbers are for each section of the standard distribution curve, just reinforcing for yourself. I I am ready for this. 
and making sure that the first thing you read on test day isn't the first official question on the GRE. Right. Yeah, that's great advice. I think also particularly with like, I would say, and I'm, I'm curious if you'd agree in the morning, maybe don't like pick out some really hard problems that are giving you a tough time. Absolutely. Some easy ones and only do a few. Yes. Like, keep the number really low. Start, yeah. start your day with a win. The type of questions that lead you to say, I, I know these questions. I know this content cold. I can conquer the world. This is, yes, this is not a morning to do the most challenging, frustrating questions so that you go into the test feeling really down on yourself. Right. Great. Well, thanks. This has been GRE Snacks, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Travis Miner from Open Door Education. Achievable has a great online GRE course that you can try for free at achievable.me. And if you like it, you can use the code podcast to get 10% off at checkout.